thank you all for joining in the conversation. We've got a mix of folks who are first-time youth lay members of annual conference and some experienced youth members of the cohort. Um, We probably should all just go around the table and say our names into the microphone and which church we're from and what district so that if he needs to put that into the podcast somehow he can do it. Um, So just name church and district that you're from. My name is Keith Cox. I go to Ebenezer United Methodist and we value which district. My name is Grace Anderson. I am from Coastal Virginia District, and I, my church is Courthouse Community United Methodist Church. My name is Jesse Burdett. I am also from the Coastal Virginia District. I am, I am at Crowdyville United Methodist. Thank you. And I'll do my own. I'm Martha Stokes. I'm the conference lay leader. I go to Duncan Memorial, right next to Randolph-Macon's campus in Ashland, and part of the Three Notch District. So just want to take a few minutes and ask a couple of questions that we can share with the entire conference later on. So now this first one um, has to do with just life today. Because things are a little bit different for you all as youth and young adults than they were for me when I was a teenager or young adult. Um, And I thought life was hard enough. But what are the biggest challenges that you think we're facing right now? First of all, there's the um, LGBTQ um, thing that's going on with the church right now. Mm-hmm. Second is recovering from COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And third is probably um, getting more able to deal with certain things, issues that other people have been dealing like, with, like mental health, for instance. Yeah. Mental health is, is huge for all of us across every age group these days so anything else trying to find faith in a secular faithless world right now yeah because our world's really leaning into that temptation and the faults and I think it's best that we're here that we can do this because a lot of times in our world we don't put God first and we should be yeah and I think that's a really big reason why it's profound that we're here as youth because I think the youth in the media are portrayed as oh, they're always rule breakers and troublemakers and they're always, you know, they're always wrong and we should teach them. But a lot of times, we're not. And I saw, I saw a post on Instagram the other day that was like, God has left the youth. And then I had commented, we're right here. God has not left the youth. You have left the God youth. Mm-hmm. That's pretty profound, Jesse. Thank you. I appreciate That's it. Pretty profound. Um, and I think you're right. Um, you're right here, and we as a church need to recognize that as much as the secular world does. It's there, Keith, anything? So, po- probably the biggest thing for me is trying to figure out what to do in my faith, how to keep growing in it, how to introduce other people into it as well. It's one biggest challenge for me personally. Yeah. It's always been. Well, one of the questions I'm going to ask the lady who come tomorrow morning or the lady heart-to-heart, is when's the last time you talked to your neighbor? And what do they know about your faith story? And what do you know about theirs? So you've kind of already touched on it a little bit. How, how do you find sharing your faith these days? Is that easy to talk to your friends and peers about church and about your faith? Or um, is that hard? 
I um I found it a little difficult, but it kind of depended depends on the person who I'm talking to. If I trust them, if I feel comfortable with them and so on. Yeah. So last time I I preached at my church, preach. Uh, I gave my testimony at my church and my other pastor's church as well. And that was the last time I gave my story. But it was kind of comforting to know other people were in the same scenario. But out in like normal public, I'm a little bit let but a little bit more shy on it, I guess mm-hmm. is the best way of saying it. Mm-hmm. But sweetie, not hard. I try to be as open as I can with it. I wouldn't say I'm completely open because there are some people I don't trust with it. But I feel like I feel like I try to find people that I trust. And a lot of times I've shared my faith story and lost friends completely because of it. And I go to a Christian school. And I've lost friends because I share my faith so openly and so willingly. I've preached in my church maybe four or five times. And a lot of times what I get is, oh, you're so, you're so open for a teenager. And I think, again, back to the, the you're looking in the wrong places. We're, we're open to each other. I think a lot of times that our adults try to make us open, and that's not being rude, but yeah. in a lot of scenarios, we, they try to crack us open instead of us being comfortable with them and letting us ease into them, and we, they try to break us down to not even trustworthy, like, I don't know how to word this, but in a way that almost pressures us to tell them instead of us having a sense of comfort in letting that information be known. So what helps to build that trust? All of you have, have sort of mentioned that if you have a level of trust with folks, whether they're your age or older or the church, what builds that trust, especially across generations? Fellowship. Fellowship. Com- community time, having time with that person, having one-on-one time, and having group time. Really, if you get to know the person, you get to know what they're like, you get to understand their story. Because a lot of times that's what I'll open a, a, a conversation with for a first time if I've met someone. If I meet them in the church or in a church-related event, I'll, I'll tell them my testimony. I'll tell them my story. And then we can relate through that. Yeah. And a lot of times that's all it takes to build a strong... I try to build friendships on God. And a lot of times, like I said, I've lost friendships because of God. But I don't think I lost them because of God. I think I lost them because I needed to. Because those weren't people that were building me in my faith relationship. Those weren't people that really helped me progress as a Christian. And that's really what I'm trying to do, is progress as a Christian, progress in my faith, and just help. I think it's kind of hard to earn trust or to obtain trust, especially with people outside of church, especially with people from school, public school, for instance, it's really hard because there's so many different people and they um they have a lot of different interests, different desires, different passions. And I think we should try to more not try to be forceful, but try to slowly get to know them, slowly show them our way even if like 
invite them to your youth group, but after you've get gotten to know them and, you know, try to respect their differences, your differences, and try to open up to them and tell them your differences. So kind of finding that common place that you might have if it's an interest or somebody you know or situation that kind of brings you together to begin with for that conversation. Yeah, but also connect through your differences in a way. Yeah. Like, say we're different, but we are also human. Yeah. 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 So, um, I'm sorry, what was your question? How do we build that trust that helps us want to share our faith with others? Um, how I always find or built my trust is simply talking to the people. I, I took a lot of my like social butterfly sort of personality from my father. It's like, oh, hey, you look nice. Hi, my name's Keith. Nice to meet you, whatever. Just walk up the street, walk middle school, wherever. Just start talking to random people. I don't trust them per se, that first interaction. But as I build on to that, I slowly trust their trust them more yeah yeah so i'm gonna switch gears with us but we're in a time in the life of the church where i think we have a lot of distrust um because we have differences of opinions and do things different ways where do you find hope and joy in the in the life of the united methodist church these days in particular Well, I try to find joy in the little things the most I can. Trying to keep a positive outlook as much as I could. Like, say, like sometimes even though my mom is a pastor, she'll be like, oh, that driver just cut me and like got a li- get a little angry, you know? But I always tell him, tell her, maybe he had to get somewhere. Maybe he had a bad day. Maybe he or them had a very difficult thing that happened just earlier. You know, like, I tried to make connections and relate to, like, find that positivity in the real world as much as I can in the United Methodist Church. Great. Okay. So for me, I'm sorry, you want? So for me, I always find joy and hope in going to like BBS schools or just seeing younger people than myself be involved with church somehow, even if it's just vacation Bible school. It's still at least a start for their faith journeys, for them getting friendships in Christ, so. Inspiration. Mm-hmm. We all have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think Vacation Bible School and youth groups, I think they're a great way to open Christ's doors because Christ isn't supposed to be, I think a lot of times in society we almost, we're almost like gatekeepers of faith. It's like we have all these things we have to do in order to become a Christian. But that's not how, I don't think that was how it was intended. I think Christianity in itself is a very open circle of ideas and beliefs. And of course we're going to have disbeliefs because we're human. But I think if we find the light in those disbeliefs and we find common beliefs, we can grow and we can find good times in our in our church. Like our theme this year, I believe, is united as one in mission. And I think that's really profound because we are united 
as the United Methodist Church, we are united through Christ. We are united through our beliefs about Christ and about the church. And if we're united as one in that way, we're united more than just the church. We're united as brotherly and sisterly members of the church. We're, and we, we build friendships on that. We build friendships from church. We build friendships from, say, the volunteers at VBS at your Christian summer camp. And if we find friendships that are built on faith, they can help us progress through our faith journey easier because we have somebody to relate that with and we have somebody to share our differences and our disagreements and our agreements. Because, and I think last year's annual conference was a lot of disagreement. But I think we found light of disagreement and I think we did a lot of good things through our disagreements because we found mutual agreements through them. Now you've got the attention of the entire annual conference while we're here. So what's one thing you'd like to share from your hearts with the folks who are going to be gathered with us? God loves you no matter who you are, no matter what you are, and no matter what you do. God will always love you through and through. My biggest thing is go out and serve. Go out and serve others no matter how small or how big it may be. If it's just walking this nice little old lady across the street or going out and serving 20 million meals, just go out and serve. It's my biggest. Absolutely. Our, I believe our society has almost made church like only for the saints, like the highest of high, holy people get to come to church. But that's not, I don't believe that's how the Bible intended it. I think church is for everyone, and church should be a welcoming, accepting place. Like in my own church, we have, we have disagreements based on like outward appearance, and Jesus never did that. Jesus purposely went to those people who had bad connotations in society. He sat, he had dinner with sinners. He ate with the people that were shunned from the rest of society. So I think if we're trying to be more Christian, we're trying to act like Jesus, why do we stop there? Thank you all. Thanks for sharing this time with me. You're welcome. Thank you for allowing us.